0: I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. To
1: explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before.
2: Sand Girl Radio.
1: The Fangirls on Jackalope Radio.
2: Hey everybody, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Fangirl Radio Show. I'm your host, Jessica Dwyer, and with me tonight are my bevy of lovely ladies that always are my fangirls in crime, uh Ren Willocks. Oh hey, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) They don't always pay attention, but it's okay. And Rachel Moore.
3: Well, good evening.
2: And the lovely Sarah Elizabeth. Howdy. All right. In tonight's episode, we're going to get right into this because we've got a lot to cover. And tonight is a special fall TV uh, episode where we cover the uh, current fall scheduled shows that have been on, the shows that are upcoming. And also the shows that are returning that are our favorites from last year. And uh, I, I have to start off, though, with um, it's sort of weird now, this whole uh, fall finales that uh, some of these series are doing where they go on hiatus for a couple months and then come back. And the one that we just ended, and we're not going to spend very, much, very long on this, but I had to bring it up, was Doctor Who.
4: I was going to say like you should just not even say it. If you want to get this
2: podcast we <laughs> we're going to give podcast. this about 10 minutes at the most if that. And I I have to say that I was extremely disappointed with it. Um and and, and it's not so, I I I didn't cry. I didn't care. And it, it it's not that I haven't cried and, and 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 been touched by the ponds in episodes past. For sure, I have. I mean, I've, I've, I've had my cries with Mr. Matt Smith, but this was supposed to uh, affect me greatly. I mean, that was what everyone was saying. Oh my God, you're going to ball. Oh, the pawns are going. Oh, Amy. Oh, Rory. And I didn't care. And I blame how lame the rest of the season has been on that because it just they the writing was so not up to par with what has been in the past to me. and it Well, you re- shouldn't be thinking about the writing. You should be so immersed in the story, and it should
3: be so well, amazing that-, that later you go, holy crap, what did I just watch? And that well, has that all has to do the with of the season.
4: That's exactly what the writing is, though. The writing is the story. Like Exactly. You, exactly. you can't have... Can't have a good story without good writing. I think if the so writing I,
3: isn't good enough that you're thinking about it the entire time you're watching it instead of just yeah. going, you know, being immersed in it, if you're thinking too much about it, that usually tells me, Oh, there's some kind of horrible plot hole or there's something off.
2: Right. Right. And and there were so many plot holes in this episode as well that I I, I don't know. Should we spoil it? Are people did people not no, no, we- It'll take all, it'll take the whole show. Yeah, it'll, it'll take the whole episode away. I just have to say that when your big, you know, your big heart, uh, heart pulling ending is is planted with a giant plot hole in the how it could even happen, I just have
4: a problem with that. The only thing I can really like, the only thing I can really like fathom as why it didn't, because again, I know, I was, I was slightly touched. I was not slightly very, touched, not, it too, because you
2: have to be. I mean, it, it,
4: you, yeah, it just sounds I, naughty. Like, the only thing, and I'm not sure if Moffitt's written a Companions last episode yet.
2: Well, here's here's my basis of comparison to this and it works well because Stephen Moffat wrote that epi- the episode I'm going to bring up. And that is the fact that he wrote the, the library two parter and I bawled over River Song Leaking. Yeah. And I didn't know her from Adam at that point. But I have been with the ponds this whole time and I didn't cry one tear. Yeah. Over this I just didn't Care and that to me Speaks volumes to how poorly written This last this half of this season Has been
4: and Honestly like I think Moffat just got too full Of himself he's like Mm. yeah I'm a god I can't I can't fail yeah I Think you're right I think that's exactly when You fail I would would disagree only in The shade
1: of uh, You guys know that I have not been Into Doctor Who since Matt Smith episode One but my whole problem with Doctor Who, Matt Smith, episode one, was the completely different take on some of the fundamentals of the Doctor and who he is and, more importantly, how everyone else relates to him that that Moffat went with. I see this as a final culmination of that original sin. This is, this is this is the disaster that I saw a couple of years ago when I'm like, ah, he's totally effed it. He's ruined the way the doctor, uh, you know, other people see him and how he interacts with people and um, peril and everything else. He's made everything weightless and impossible to care about. Thus, I don't care about it.
4: I can agree with you in that, um, like, I think that Moffat, since he's been so successful is doing all this dumb shit. I mean, oops, sorry. Oops. S-word. Zoinks. Uh, but, um, <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> he's doing all this dumb stuff that's just, like, he's made, he's tr- he's just so excited about this big American audience he has that he's making it American.
1: That would he's suck. Got- if, that's, if that's what he's doing, that would suck. I mean, I would I would want to know a little bit more about maybe his actual take and well, some he's evidence making of that the fact. Doctor,
4: he's making the doctor a sex symbol and while the doctor oh my god has
1: i can't believe you just said that the only article
4: i've ever written on fangirl magazine is on that exact topic <laughs> it's true <laughs> which is um which is why you know like the doctor is sexy but you don't Say it. You just you don't go around exactly. having the doctor say I am sexy and exactly. people saying Ooh, you're sexy. You know, especially that's when not he's it. not
3: particularly the sexiest doctor. <laughs> I'm just <Exactly>. saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, for some people, he is. He's not, he not is, even in my or... top four hottest doctors, to be honest. Yeah.
4: yeah. but and and it's like you you yes, the doctor's sexy. Do you go around saying it? No. Oh, you don't. No, go around that,
2: that's un- He the, that's object. what makes him attractive is the fact that. He's, you know, that he's not, he doesn't think of himself that way. He doesn't consider himself that way. And he's the unattainable.
1: And that yeah. just makes him sexy. And, and, and kind of what I wrote about in that article is that not only is he sexy, but that one of the reasons why is because he's also a little bit frightening. And when yeah. you take that aspect away, he becomes infinitely less um, fearable by his enemies and, and, and therefore, all the peril that you write about in the show, the enemies are, are smaller because he's smaller. And so it's and, not interesting.
2: Well, and the, the part, and, and we're going to wrap this up, but I, I wanted to get this in. And, and, yes, it's me touting my David Tennant flag. But I am not, am, you know, I don't find Matt Smith's doctor imposing. Not at all. David Tennant. And and it's got also something to do with with age. David Tennant was older. David Tennant had the chops and had done more than Matt Smith. No, no, No disparaging on Matt Smith's talent or what have you. He's very good. But David Tennant... Was imposing. David Tennant could do one little quirk of his eye at you, and you would be like, Oh God, oh he's God, going to kill me. oh exactly. God, oh, uncoming storm, you're going to destroy me and my people
1: with and your the enemies. And that's you know, the important thing, and the enemies, right. and it made peril and it made it interesting for us to watch him defeat these terrible enemies. If he's not scary, the enemies aren't scary. They depend right. on each other that way.
2: Yeah, and, and now. They've made the Daleks very unscary to me. I, I just don't care. Uh, with that episode, the asylum of the Daleks kind of ruined it. I I, I the, the the plot holes have ruined this. The the making the, the the weeping angels to where they can be other than a weeping angel. I that's mean, I like what,
4: the- that's what bothered me the most. It was like, okay, I get it, Moffat, that you wrote the angels. Like the angels are Moffat's monster. Right? But why would you change them? Uh, Especially because in such d- an important thing. Like we have never heard before that they can infect other statues. That has never been something an angel can do.
2: Yeah, and and I just don't understand why they thought they needed to do that. I they could have made that storyline uh, a lot more, le- a lot less holy if they hadn't done that route. Yeah. So I I, I just. You know, we're that's it. We hit our ten minute mark. I'm I'm stopping this okay. now. Yeah. Gonna, we could we could spend the whole <laughs> Stop episode on this.
4: Cut, yep. but but yeah, and I um, and I
1: totally want to pimp my one and only article on Fangirl Mag. It's called Doctor Who plus sex equals crap. Look it up. I, I'm very proud of it.
2: Yep. Yeah, and and at the time, I it. yeah, it's it was right after Amy started, and I was uh, on the what the hell are they doing with Amy Pond trying to hump the Doctor in bed? I don't what. So anyway. That was that was our discussion on Doctor Who. Let's like, moving on to what this this episode is actually you about. Guys can, you guys can
4: listen and tweet us if you want to talk about Doctor Who anymore.
2: Yes, oh, yes, yeah. you can you can tweet us um uh Fandral whatever Mag, you want @fandromag. Jessica Dwyer tw- and @twitter Jessica Dwyer
4: on Facebook. Um we'll I'm, find I'm I'm find Nerd, fan, nerd Fancy. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Jessica, And yes. nerd fancy on Twitter, nerd underscore fancy, like cat yes. fancy for nerds. Yes, we would.
2: Uh, we'd love to discuss Doctor Who. We we, as you can tell by the fact that we've done like 40 episodes and we still haven't covered nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. So moving on to um, the fall TV season, um, we've had quite a few shows start. I know the girls have been catching up. I caught up on one that I. Actually, um, I'm going to start off with because the pr- the pilot episode has been floating around since Comic Con. I think it felt like it, at least, of this show for you to watch online, and um, I was surprised by that. I wonder. I'm. This made me think of something because we've had a couple of shows do this where they did their pilots online, um, where you could watch weeks before they premiered. And I'm wondering how many people that kept from watching the premiere because they'd already seen it. And uh, this show is revolution. And I actually believe it or not enjoyed revolution for the fact that it doesn't take itself seriously. Um, It's a definitely a guilty pleasure. I've watched all three episodes that we've had so far of it. It's beautifully shot. It really is pretty.
4: And it's, it's no, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, go, go ahead. I saw it's pretty, but um, I haven't been impressed with it. It could be much better. That's the it's, problem I have with it. It could be better. It's not lot as bad better.
3: as Terranova, though.
2: No, like that's exactly. the thing.
3: Is I was so worried it was Terranova, but it's actually the right amount of bad that you can make fun of but still watch. Not oh, I know. Like you want to go stab your eyes out.
1: Well, not part being of the- as bad as Terranova, is that saying very much.
3: Well, my husband, my husband calls it, uh, he calls it the Hunger Games with, um, with uh, Bella's dad.
2: Yeah, well, and that well, was the exactly thing that what I, is. that's what it is. And that's why I was like, when I, I watched the first episode, I posted on Facebook as I was doing like a live Facebook posting. Oh, Katniss just met Jacob. And that was what it
3: was. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what Ian said. It was so funny. I'm like, get out of my husband's head because that's creepy.
2: Well, part of the thing is too, I think it knows what it is. I think yeah. it's self-aware. And and that was personified with the third episode when they completely referenced Stephen King's The Stand. Yeah. To the point that that um uh Billy Burke's character actually called himself Stu Red- Stu Redmond. God, I want to say Stu Redmond. And this is Franny. And and uh it was hilarious because that's the two leads from the stand and they had uh, established this mystery man was named Randall (laughs) flag, you know? So I, I actually enjoyed it. Now you can tell where it went a little cockeyed with the second and third episodes. Some of the lines fell flat. It was very hokey in some spots, but in others, I actually, I actually enjoyed it. I love the fights, the fight choreography. With the, the sword fighting and everything. You, I'm a sucker for a good sword fight. And I really enjoy it. I really enjoy Billy Burke. I think he's a great actor. Um, if you've never seen, I I, I mentioned this uh, on online the other day. If you've not seen Drive Angry with Nicolas Cage and Billy Burke, you really should because it's fun as hell. And he is a creepy mofo. And he can act. And to see Bella's, everybody calls him Bella's dad. And I actually liked him in. In Twilight, he's one of the things that stood out to me in that because he's an actor. Yeah. He's not well, he's standing not- there chewing his lip and looking weird and constipated. He actually acts, and um, like some people we know. Uh,
4: so but, is, but yeah, go um, ahead. So, as far as revolution goes, like, I'm still waiting to make my final decision. Like it's only been 3 episodes. As far as I'm concerned, they're doing pretty decent character development, if not trite. I mean, it's right, been right. done. Every character no, and- in that mo- in that show has been done, but the actual plot is laughable.
2: Oh, totally. It's totally ridiculous, <laughs> and at, that's why it's such a perfect guilty pleasure show.
4: It's um, so unbelievable. Like, like yeah. I'm like really, really. I, I have made like, up my mind like, about the show. Nobody even, nobody even has any batteries. For for Christ's sakes, yeah, like what seriously. happened well, to I, all the generators? Oh, so you, there's a lot of ways you can get electricity without plugging it into a wall.
2: Well, there's also the fact that the bo- the human body has electrical currents. So if it's something blocking electrical currents, you'll all be dead.
1: Exactly.
2: But it's it it's it's sci-fi. I mean, it's it's complete. You know, we we talk about it's Dr. not
1: sci-fi. Who. It's just fi. It we <laughs> talk about <laughs> Doctor
2: Who <laughs> and and how we absolutely love it. But come on, the physics and science and Doctor Who 99% of the time, and it knows it is, you know. Yeah, and so, and I know that this knows it is. No, yeah, and this this is like the MacGuffin
3: Mobile. You get on the MacGuffin Mobile and you suspend, you know, it knows exactly what it is, and you make. Quite a little, I, little I have, but you keep watching. And I have so many
1: problems with this show. It's not even funny. Like, well, I, keep in mind too, it's it's done by the
2: guys that did Supernatural, Eric Kripke, I believe. Um, it was one of the f- forerunners
1: of Supernatural. And I've never seen a single episode of Supernatural. Here's where I it have, fell apart from. I watched. I watched the whole episode in the first ten, maybe less than ten minutes, when the militia comes and suddenly the fighting breaks out. Like, like this was it. This was the jump the shark moment for me off the bat. Guy runs towards a militia man, flying leap, midair gets hit by a crossbow uh, arrow and is knocked backwards out of the air just by the force of the crossbow arrow. That was it. I was done. I was like, this is, this is crap. I,
4: I love mean, I that. Well, no. I don't no, even care. I
1: hate, care. It. I hate <laughs> it. Crossbow arrow knocks man out
4: of air. No, I'm done. See, Sarah unnaturally good at like suspending my disbelief like i can enjoy things that are absolutely ridiculous but i cannot enjoy this show yet because they just they just don't even care about no. this story Jay, they you just said something they're, they're
2: like I had to bring this up. I had to bring this up too during the episode. Uh, I posted this on Facebook, but I just had to let everyone know it looks like we will not be getting the monsters, or Aww. as they were calling it, 1313 Mockingbird Lane, which um, probably for the is best. Probably not a bad thing that we're not getting it because I, I, I would truly think that part of the reason we're not having this hit the air is the, the fan outcry of what
4: the hell have you done to my monsters." I think, see. In my personal opinion, if there were a show that would be, you would be able to pull off, it would be something like The Munsters because it's a comedy. It's right, but they're really they weren't make difficult it a comedy. to. Oh, see, then I would have been pretty. Yeah, they're sad not. They were going that. to
2: make it a comedy. In fact, I think um, the uh, Grandpa Munster, who I doubt was even going to be called Grandpa Munster, uh, Eddie Izzard's character was like a. Almost a Transylvanian crime lord... Uh so, yeah,
4: I'll watch anything with Eddie Izzard in it. So I'm just uh, yeah, on that. Yeah, too. yeah.
2: But the fact that they made Lily look like a Kim Kardashian clone, uh, I just make, the
3: fact yeah. that he's in it and interested in it made me want to see it. And I'm hoping it's one of those things that will get <laughs> as a bootleg. And even if it's terrible, we'll watch it like the Star Wars Christmas special, you know? And, yeah.
4: Well, and the reason well, I, mean, I, I thought yeah. quite a bit of integrity as far as like well,
2: and Brian like Fuller, that. Brian Fuller, I love the man. Um, but he. he you know that that didn't look like it was going to fly it didn't look like what they were going to try and do with it so it it, according to him it might still happen but i doubt it the one good thing i found out that's a fuller um that you guys will probably be interested in is the fact that there's rumors abounding now that we might get a musical of pushing daisies yeah i heard
3: that that's going to be exciting
2: yeah I, so, I want to
3: talk about the things we've seen though i want to talk about 666 park avenue and
2: oh yeah no no i'm, I'm moving on the list here okay. um, the next one i wanted to bring up really fast was vegas i i watched vegas and i was not pleased it is way beneath the actors that they have got in that show it was like a cartoon and oh, yeah. uh Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was like a cartoon. Uh, Dennis Quaid's character actually strolled along during a confrontation with an armed criminal in a car and played chicken with him while standing there with a shotgun.
1: That was awesome.
2: It was not awesome. It was ridiculous, yes, it was. and it, it this was supposed to be based <laughs> on reality. This guy's based on a real dude. Um, Michael chickles's character is a real person. This was sold as an actual. You know, they they said that this was a real life. A, I, that guy did not do that, and if he did, I'm, I'm amazed he's not dead since the guy was still had a gun on him, and so. The the, the fact is, that it was just so cartoony. It was beneath these actors, some of the lines and the dialogue, and Dennis Quaid looked like he was constipated the whole time. I mean, you had Carrie Ann Moss in there. Uh, Chicklis is the man. We knew this from The Shield. There's no reason this should have been this badly done. I don't think it's going to last more than two more episodes. We'll see. I think I was, I, I've been ruined by Boardwalk Empire for quality I, and, and yeah. mafia-driven period drama.
1: It's not, it's not stand out for me either. I didn't dislike it as much as you did. I thought it was really pretty. I mean, um, oh yeah, Revolution, was, Revolution was meh, but, but I really did enjoy the cinematography in this. The desert looked beautiful. I, I wasn't on the edge of my seat, to say the least. In fact, during part of the middle of it, I think I stopped and checked my Facebook for about ten minutes. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was meh. It, I mean, it was kind of fun, but mostly meh.
2: Well, and the other show that I, um, I know we were all dubiously waiting for was Elementary.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, I haven't and, seen it. And I love how we differ so much on these things. The, the Sherlock,
3: I, the Sherlock girl hasn't seen it. I just want to put it out there. Don't watch I,
1: it.
4: Mary, I don't, don't really didn't really want it. to
3: because my dad wants to talk to me about it because he watched it. Because he knows, like, that since I was a child, I had this intense, like, Sherlock thing. So now I have to. And I sat through Robert Downey Jr. being him. So I'll have to watch it.
2: I, I have a problem when one of the first scenes that you've seen, Sherlock Holmes, is after he's had S&M sex with a woman, and he uses the excuse, I need sex to keep my mind clear.
3: That's not as weird to me as, like, especially considering some of canon, so.
2: No, but, see, you know, no. And, and then you have activity out the wazoo, I, I, and tattoos, and and I... They, I know, I understand he's supposed to be this modern version, but so is Benedict Cumberbatch, and I could never see Benedict Cumberbatch's modern Holmes go off and have S and M sex with well, random woman number five in and where he's handcuffed for one thing.
3: The thing is, one of the things that I I noticed from the, the I have seen big scenes from it is that. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch isn't as canon as people think he is and he's, they've taken, um, they've taken him to this really detached place. Whereas I think Johnny Lee Miller is trying so hard to do the opposite of it that I wonder if it'll find, if he'll find the voice and the stride a little farther in. But the thing that bugged me about the 15 minutes I saw is they had a t- conversation about bees that was literally almost word for word from The Beekeeper's Apprentice by Laurie King. I, I,
2: I agree with you on that. Yeah. I watched that scene and I thought that too. I I'm also like, she's d- not Mary. She's not she's Mary. She's not Mary. And I don't like how they're making him so... Soft already on Watson because she's a girl. You get that immediately that that's
4: why he's getting soft on her. I disagree. And I, don't, I don't like that. <laughs> and I, Wait, I, well, uh, my ex- my Sherlock Holmes fandom comes from the books, the Arthur Conan Doyle books. Mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes is by and large a jerk and an yeah. unlikable guy. So automatically, you, by giving him a sex addiction and having him have anonymous sex and use women, you have taken away the one human thing about Sherlock Holmes. And that is he's a classy man, and he has respect for the fair sex. Who's? Hang on, when did it become an addiction? I did not get that out of that. All the, it was when a throwaway scene you in the beginning of the show where he said he'd... To keep your mind clear, it's what, a sex addiction. How is that? No, that's. I not don't know. Business. I
3: think it. I think it helps Seriously. with the mind clarity
4: personally. But woman's well, okay, so <laughs> got a point. Oh. Well, Sherlock Holmes. No, like, and he
1: didn't even said he has to. He said he simply said the he recognizes. I can't quote the line, but something about recognizing recognizing and, that his no, body he, has a biological he need. He pretty
2: much said that he needed it to keep his mind clear, like a, Sherlock, a, a function. I still,
1: I still say there's a line between that and sex addiction. There's sex addiction is sex for
4: sex's sake. There's an insinuation saying? in the books of, you know, drug use and smoking and things like that. And Sherlock has these weird compulsions, things he has to do. Like, he has to do them. It is, you know, a an addiction to either tobacco or drugs or, or you know, playing is violent. These are all things that Sherlock Holmes has to do to keep himself from going completely nuts it's what compulsion grounds him and not power. addiction there's, yeah. a, there's a very fine line I between agree. compulsion and addiction there no is such thing is sex compulsion
3: sure there is says,
4: sure there is
3: <sighs> absolutely yes, it's a psychological condition over so, that yeah, line, I would say.
4: just using people for it yeah that's where you're crossing the well, line well i don't know is it so,
3: consensual i didn't see
1: the episode
4: it yeah it's well, I mean, she's a That's the thing I mean, is
3: yeah. the, the thing is I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch it to see. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying, see. but that wouldn't make or break the show for me. To me, well, it's not just that. It's not just that. Watson and him. It, it,
2: to me, it's out of character to, uh, of, of Holmes. Not just the Cumberbatch version, which everybody's gonna compare this to, but mm. it's out of character to me that Sherlock Holmes would be willing to pay a woman for sex that's a prostitute. To me Holmes even though he is not the cleanest guy in the world wouldn't be willing to go off and have sex with a whore.
1: I mean but that how, to me, but how is this the one thing that you're hung up on? The it, entire just it, because that's character. the first
2: time you get you first time you're introduced to Sherlock Holmes he's just had sex.
4: Well, okay, fine, but if how how is show, that like the it also, oh my God, as guys. soon as the episode is just written, the entire series, I here, I can I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. You will never you need to watch another episode. Sherlock needs sex to keep his mind clear. Watson falls in love with Sherlock because Watson always falls in love with Sherlock, it be it platonic male love. In this case, they made Watson a woman. So Watson because falls in would love be with too- Sherlock. She's completely devoted to him. If, if one they time did that, I would be so disappointed. Fond of, well, this is exactly what's going to happen. But, but yes, no, this they will they happen.
3: They that's don't want to this. have any romantic interaction no. between the two if of them. If they did that, I would lose all faith in television because,
1: writing because that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You're right. That's the stupidest thing to happen, but it's not going to happen. I watched the show. When, no, no, Sherlock, no, it's not.
4: It's not. I will bet you money. I will bet you money that that will not happen.
1: Oh, Okay,
2: girls, girls. Okay, okay. Sarah, you speak first, then we'll have a rebuttal from Wren, because okay. this is debate night, and <laughs> more ways more. than one. So well, I want anyways, Sarah to continue with her point.
4: Okay, so, anyways, so Watson, you know, Watson is always devoted to Sherlock, and because now it's a woman, and they have established very, very strongly that this version of Sherlock Holmes likes slash needs sex— so, and we know that Watson and Sherlock, no matter what you're reading or watching, have a very tumultuous and relationship based on a mutual need for one another. Well, I mean, what it, all it takes is Sherlock having an episode and Watson's going to, and, you know, putting the moves on Watson. And of course, she's completely devoted to Sherlock. And Watson never. Says no to Sherlock. Bull if you read crap. Full crap. Rebuttal. Have you, re- have you read <laughs> Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's book? Full pocky. Okay. All, all, no.
1: I have to say, all I have to say about that particular plot line is that um, it's, God, it is so very, very predictable, and it would be so sad if they did that. Uh, but but I, don't, any,
2: I don't doubt it for a bit. I'll just say. I'll just you say the minute I saw uh, the the minute I saw it was Lucy Liu as, as Watson, and they done they'd made it a woman for this. They they it, the previous ones and the um in the version that where Sherlock Holmes is actually brought to life out of reanimation, they seriously pushed the whole Watson is, was a woman in that, and they also had these moments where they were totally pushing them together. What happened? I to don't, my rebuttal. Yeah. Oh, go for it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I I, I, I interceded, but you asked me if I thought that was going to happen. No, but yes, I
1: just—it's not even—it's so far from what I even want to talk about about this show because it is so far from what I thought the show, the impression I got from watching it that the show is about. I um, really enjoyed it for one. I mean, I love the fact that all of you guys hated it. Or Rachel, I wanted, i want you to watch it because I really I do. Know I what actually you think, of it. think
3: that you and I might agree on a show.
1: This would be awesome. This would be fantastic. <laughs>
3: if it if so, it happens, we're going out for drinks. <laughs>
1: so wait, it's totally happening. Um it I, I was really pleasantly surprised. I went into it with very low expectations, not a huge Lucy Lou fan. She still doesn't, you know, I'm not madly in love with her all of a sudden, but she didn't, you know, make me want to kill her like she usually does, which is great. <laughs> um Johnny Lee Miller, I thought, was magnificent. He looked spectacular. He's gotten really gaunt in the face, which I don't know if he did that for the part. If he did, congratulations. It looks fantastic. hes I mean, this Holmes is not fastidious, not well-kept. He just wears whatever the hell he picks up off the floor. I kind of dig that. I like the idea. I, I have high hopes for it. Let's just say that. I like the idea that what they're focusing on with this Holmes is more the internal representation than the external representation. Um, a lot of the backstory, clearly they've already changed. He's got a, a dad that takes care of him and you know, gave him this flat to live in. Um, so there's already pretty strong deviations. I'm also, admittedly, we already know, not a Holmesian purist, so I don't really care if they make him do stuff like have sex, BFD, Um, particularly because I did not see that as, um, character damaging, you know, if he decides that he needs to do that to clear his head, fine, whatever, as long as the rest of the show can prove to me that his head being clear is magnificent, then I'll believe it. So, and, and they, they did. I will say that, um, the deducing skills in the, uh, Cumberbatch version are slightly more impressive, um. And that'll just be chalked up to writing because, of course, you know, nobody comes up with it off the top of their heads. But um, it, I still enjoyed it a lot. I liked the I liked the murder mystery. I think that – I hope that they will write this Watson to be a foil for him, uh, not let him do whatever the hell he wants. Definitely say no to him when he tries to take advantage of her because that's something Sherlock does – to you know Watson all the time he puts you know he imposes upon Watson for everything and Watson of course has this love for Sherlock and and uh, and a deep appreciation for his abilities and so you know well, um, and acquiesces. What
3: forget is that in the the stories Watson was not the bumbler we think of from the Jeremy no. Brett versions. He was no, a very good looking womanizing you know, dude. And so I kind of Mm -hmm. want them to take that, that tone with her that she's hot and she can get who she wants. And she seemed a little bit too,
1: she seemed a little bit too fragile. I kind of didn't like that bit about her character, particularly there was one moment of, of writing with it that they did with Sherlock that I disagreed with. And that's that he had made some sort of deduction about her history. And they, they, this is a little tiny bit of a spoiler later in the episode, he admits that he had purposefully deduced incorrectly to spare her feelings. And That's my crap. first thought was, Sherlock spares <laughs> no one's feelings. That's
3: not true. In the, in, the book, in the stories, he does quite a few times. He lies to people in order, when it doesn't matter, if it if it's, doesn't matter to the grander scheme and it's just about sparing his feelings, he does it at least three times that I can think of.
4: All right. Well, so done done that. To be, See, the way, I wrong. the way I look at anything with Sherlock Holmes is... Like, as a writer, I get offended by, by films, TV shows, books even, that make a mockery of a great writer's work. Because they, they, Arthur Conan Doyle can't do anything about it. He's dead. So I look at it and I think, would the writer be proud of this? And elementary is a big, fat, god no. No. He would be so horrified by Are what American sure? American television has done to this character he so lovingly wrote. Well, I haven't adored. seen
3: it, but the dude believed in fairies. I'm just saying.
4: Yeah, no, I'm not well,
3: saying. And,
1: I'm just and saying. And the <laughs> other thing is, you have to take into account cultural and time frame differences. Of course, if you brought the man back from whatever it was that he lived in, he'll be probably yeah, offended by every
4: single thing he sees you can't but you like I truly believe that as far as Sherlock I think that would be something that Arthur Conan Doyle would be proud of I think it's a really well done show and it gets the spirit of the books like that's the thing it's like you can't just take somebody's Art, what they dedicated their entire life to, and tear it to shreds and pretend no, like they are doing something good? Okay, but can you, you reimagine it? About
3: Benedict Cumberbatch no, you uh, can okay, okay, okay,
4: okay. Somebody else wrote we're, we're, that. We're going to have is, to. We're <laughs> going to have part. to
2: put Maybe. this to the side. We've we're got to have finish, another. Damn it! We'll have another Sherlock episode. We've already had one. We'll have another. Um, But I do have to put this one point... There's two points I have to make before we move on to our next show. (laughs) One, we already knew that this was an answer to Moffat and company telling them no when CBS came to them and asked for them to do an American version of their Sherlock. They said no. This is what CBS did in response. They got his Frankenstein co-star to play Sherlock. Two... This isn't the only BBC rip-off that they're doing this year on our American TVs. There is going to be a ripoff of Jekyll on NBC yep. called Do No Harm. Yeah. I saw that. And it is... Well, not and even,
4: they, I don't even have the energy to even, talk about that.
2: They, they've even got the black contact lenses in play and everything else. So, yeah. And he t- communicates with himself through modern means. It's a complete jekyll ripoff they i I don't know if anyone that had anything to do with jekylls is involved with this but there you go mid-season replacement do no harm nbc moving on thank you nbc
1: has no soul (laughs) these days i will admit to that
2: (laughs) so moving on to um rachel what one did what give me one that you watch this I watched six 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 sixty six Park Avenue, which I thought, which
3: uh, I thought would be interesting to talk to you about because
4: it's actually six 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 Park Avenue. Is that what, it, it. what do they six. say? Oh, yeah, whatever. they they call it. 6- it doesn't 6- matter. 6- 6- Park it's not Park even six six
3: six. It's nine nine nine. But whatever. Um, That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting because you know I'm a wuss, so I won't watch American Horror Story. So I thought I'd watch this, and I was just kind of amazed at how they took such a great concept and with all this with a great cast and made it really bland and vanilla. I, I hated was k- it.
2: Kind of surprised it. The, they they had to have tried. They had to have they, tried because you they, have Vanessa they, Williams. They, they tried. They tried really hard to make it as boring as possible uh the the, what i took from it it was that they um and i'm going to be very uncouth and say they shot their load way too early (laughs) that is exactly what they did with this show within they shouldn't have said what the
3: deal was they shouldn't have said the whole deal we should have found it out with her
2: yeah, I mean, oh, God. Oh, the hotel's called the Drake. Oh, look, Drake is another word for dragon. Look, there's a dragon on the mural on the floor. Oh, look. I they I play Nancy Devil Drew games, and they're way scarier. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It, 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 this, it was so bland and boring. The people in it are, are disinterested. I don't care. I mean, how do you make Terry O'Quinn
4: uninteresting? I seriously, how do you, you make You put him dis- on ABC. Yes.
3: <laughs> I was just so surprised that it went from like, oh, because the, the, the trailer was like, oh, this is cool, and we'll kind of find out, and it'll be, you know, it's predictable, but it's fun predictable. And then they just, I was like, well, what else is there left to
2: tell now? There's absolutely nothing. I mean, we have already know that they're the bad guys, and that this young, pretty couple who... Uh, uh, I just don't even get me started on them. Well, I hate uh, to say it, but they should—they could—they should have taken a page from that um,
3: nighttime soap, *Revenge*, where you know it's your typical soap opera. You know, you know basically how things are going to play out in certain ways, but *Revenge* let you kind of the story. And so even if you knew where it was going or, or thought you knew, you were like, okay, this is really stupid, but now I'm really excited about the next
2: yeah, episode. No, they, they, and they this just one I'm like,
3: horrible I, and I
2: don't know what we're, are
3: we supposed to be like rooting for the girl because I don't really care about her.
2: Well, here, here's the thing with, with I'm, I'm going to say about 666 Park Avenue is the fact that it's on at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. No one is going to stay up for it. They're going to watch Revenge, because for some reason I haven't watched Revenge, but apparently it's a good show, according to a lot of it's people, and, and it's a hit. They're going to stay up for that. They're going to watch Once Upon a Time before it, and that's it. They're not going to stay up for this. You've got to give no. me something to stay awake for, and you just did not, ABC. Uh, you've got a guy like Terry O'Quinn who can knock it out of the park when you give him the material. He didn't. He's just smirking the whole show, and mm-hmm. I, I don't care. He's evil Locke, only not without as much interesting backstory. And, well, and uh, that's the
3: thing is uh, Vanessa Williams's character was more interesting on Ugly Betty. And you know, I understand it's a Family Channel yeah. and all that, but you got to give me something.
2: Yeah, you, so more, not, you
3: have to you have to be able to compete with a Nancy Drew
2: game for my attention. Like, really? Yeah. Ugh. Okay, Rin, do you have one that you picked um, that you watched?
1: Uh. Uh yeah. Um well the only other one that we that I watched that we haven't talked about yet is was a little comedy. Oh no, two small comedies. Excellent comedy hour. Um so I watched Neighbors oh, yeah. which uh, Neighbors Yeah which was the one That about one the, looked good. It was That was so funny. cute. It was, it was doggy, funny it had a doggy in it. Um, so they moved into the suburb. In <clears throat> oh my god, guys. They move into the suburb. and and it's a housing development that for the past 10 years has been inhabited entirely by this collective of aliens. One of them decided to move out. So a human family moves in and suddenly the, 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 the aliens kind of have to deal with the fact that there's a a human family in their midst. Um, it is really funnier than I thought it was going to be. There's a lot of the humor that is heavy handed and, and, and a lot of jokes that are, that are want, want like seriously kind of (laughs) stupid. Um, I I feel like it's the, it's the type of comedy pilot every now and then you'll see a comedy pilot like this where it's going to do one of two things. It's going to either get way, way, way better or way, way, way worse. Yes. And there's no way to tell it. There's no way to tell it from the pilot because it really could go either way. But I did laugh genuinely a couple of good belly laughs. I usually don't like that actress that plays the mom because I find her so whiny. And the only thing I can think of when I see her is a Star from The Lost Boys. Yeah, um, Jamie Gertz. <laughs> Jamie Gertz. Yeah. But Solar babies. Uh, I, Solar babies, I enjoyed sorry. her. It was funny. It was actually kind of odd how much they dwelt on what has been a you know a standby of of family sitcoms for so long as far as who wears the pants in the family. I thought that was a bit of an antiquated topic. But interesting to revisit on the, you know, on the uh, having aliens talk about it too kind of side. Um, well, the other, the rest s- of the family I didn't see very much of. The kids you didn't get to focus on, so I don't know whether I like them. I loved the dad. I thought he was funny as heck.
3: I think, I think the first episode, like you said, it's hard to tell because it's a really... The out their premise, which could make or break it as a show. And yeah. So the first episode really felt like, okay, we're getting all this stuff out of the way in this first episode so we can get right to it. And the yeah. second episode I think just went up on Hulu. So I'm gonna actually go downstairs and watch it right after yeah. the show. But um, it, was, it was funny. And that one we made dog Doug, you said that we meet him in that one. Well, um, you know what I
2: would love for them to do is to have um, the blonde, I can never remember her name from the guild, come on as like the dad's cousin from out of town to visit and fall in love with Doug Jones in that show. And that That would be
1: awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, very excited for that. I yeah, I I laughed at all even the stupid jokes, but yeah. I am a laugh at stupid jokes kind of person. Wait, so if you... you're not, you might quite not, might not like it as much, but I thought it was funny. Their commitment was, was totally there. Yes, that was it. They were totally committed to it, unlike partners. Excellent segue. Um Partners was another half-hour comedy starring two of my favorite people. Oh my God, David Crumholtz, who for a couple of years I was fairly certain I was going to marry and make lovely little Jewish babies. Um, and uh, and michael yuri who played mark on ugly betty who brilliantly played mark on ugly betty he was like the best part of the whole freaking show um they play best friends who've grown up together for years they're partners in in an architectural company or whatever um the the first episode was so incredibly rushed they were even talking fast like in order to get everything in the actors had to actually speak really fast in order to say everything because it seems gonna be over in two seconds it was really annoying we um, call it the
3: gilmore girl
1: effect. yeah really it was it was also not funny and i felt so bad i wanted to laugh so bad because uh, michael yeory is so funny my god i mean everything he does and he put he put as much shine on that as he could possibly put but it was shining a turd unfortunately And I didn't laugh once. I didn't laugh once. I felt really bad. The manufactured conflict of the show where their friendship suddenly fell apart because um, his – mark I keep calling him Mark. Michael's character made a really kind of ordinary mistake. He made a really kind of like not that big of an error. But for some reason, David Krummeltz's character figured it was a big enough reason to end their lifelong friendship. Totally unbelievable. The emotion totally unbelievable. The reunion – totally unbelievable and it was so weird it was like all the sets were boring everything every actor was doing was boring like in every scene they're not doing anything more interesting than hanging up jewelry or holding a file folder or standing in line for coffee like it was really boring i don't know So who now, made I, this. now i
4: just see it like uh like this is gonna be like every Like, Entertainment Weekly magazine cover Okay, Entertainment Weekly, you can steal this if you want to But you have to have some, like, really pouty-looking model Holding a file folder in one hand And holding up jewelry (laughs) in the other Waiting in line for coffee (laughs) Oh, God, it was (laughs) weird
1: (laughs) 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 And I felt so bad Because David Krumholtz is so talented I mean, like, mind-bogglingly I've seen everything the man's done Everything And it's all magnificent and I want him to be in something good so bad. And this is not.
4: Yeah. Aw. Well, Sarah, what did you have? Um, well, I, I actually did watch Grey's Anatomy. Because that oh. season premiere was on. Um, I've never seen an episode of Grey's Anatomy in my life. But my cousin's a big fan. And I'm staying with her. So I kind of got a little bit of a rundown with it. Um, I have one thing to say. About the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy. Um, okay, Grey's <laughs> Anatomy. <if laughs> this you, is going to be, if, I have a feeling it's going <laughs> to be good. <laughs> if you are resorting to a uh, memento style plane crash, like what happened to the cast season, you have been on the air for two too long. Days long. <laughs>
1: Oh my
2: god. (laughs) They should
4: have ended it back when people
1: cared. When I saw that picture of them standing in the jungle, my first thought was, hang on, hang on.
4: Grey's Anatomy is still on the air. Yeah, exactly. I had no idea. I thought it ended like five years ago. Five years ago.
2: No, I love the fact
1: that (laughs) it's like um, if somebody walked up to me and said, Have you seen the new episode of ER? I'd be like, hang on, what? (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now the, the best part of the Grey's Anatomy is the fact that when Katherine Heigl pissed off all the writers, and everyone that. said, don't piss, you know, the, the rule is, don't piss off the writers when you're on a TV show in Hollywood because they'll give you a brain tumor.
4: <laughs> Guess what they did? They gave her a brain tumor. They gave her a brain tumor.
2: But you know what's the kind of brain tumor I would want because it made her see Jeffrey Dean Morgan everywhere she went.
1: Well, but and didn't, she win an, <laughs> didn't she win an Emmy for that? I mean, for flip's sake. what did they, they didn't punish her. They gave her the role of a lifetime. Not of a lifetime, but, but they probably gave her the best role in the show. So nobody
4: now. cares. And they're having, so I guess the whole premise of this season is that they, um, the main cast were all in the plane crash. Then <laughs> that was the end of last season. That is so stupid. St- uh, yeah, that alone is stupid, but the that first hospital. episode had absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with the plane crash. It was six months after the plane crash. I know how to so save the even show. even people who have been watching the sh- show religiously lost. were like, what, what the hell is going on here? I
1: don't I know understand. How, I know how to make it an instant success. Are you ready? This is really, really easy. All they have to do is rename it CSI Hospital.
4: Done. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so, I guess, <laughs> so I guess we have to like move backwards through the season, which I guess Grey's Anatomy has always tried to do really ambitious things and fell fell short of being successful they did at them.
2: Episode and they actually Yeah, don't even don't even <sighs>
4: <sighs> I just wanted <laughs> when I I, yes, I remember the musical episode because like somebody had turned it on while I was in the house and I came out of what the kitchen, I think I was cooking and I came into the living room and I said, turn that crap off now. And this, this little teenage girl who was watching it looked like a tiny little mouse in front of a cat and she's quickly changed the channel and i was like (laughs) thank you uh of course i used a stronger word than crap but only joss whedon is
1: allowed to do musical episodes nobody else so i we're
2: getting down to like uh the seven i think we're at like seven or ten oh five minutes we're at the five minute mark so um i wanted to uh i i want to talk about once upon a time and then i wanted to give quick rundown of the um the shows that are upcoming that we haven't had on yet that are going to be coming up in mid-season and then i wanted to give like one minute for us to figure out what's going to be the first one to be canceled that we've seen so far Uh because it's going to happen so once upon a time came back swinging i'm excited it went in a (laughs)
4: totally different direction that i did not see it going it was fantastic very good Fantastic. Yes. And Robin Stiltskin and Bell like made me so happy I could die. <laughs> I cried. I he did kissed too. Him. I, cried. I could cry at Doctor Who. I cried at Once Upon a Time. She kissed him and he didn't change. Sorry. Sorry.
2: <laughs> but yeah, and and I um so here here's the debate. Is the um is the i I will always call him uh, uh the guy from True Blood. I can never remember his name in real life. In real life, it's three names and he always dies yeah. in everything he's in. He does. I was I the joke was that I said on Facebook, I'm surprised the pigeon didn't peck his, his vein out of his neck and kill him in the first 5 seconds he was on screen. Right. But but, but my question is, do you all think that that
4: is Henry's daddy?
2: I do.
4: I that's what I got from the moment the episode started. But I think they like it is to too. Fake
3: us out though, because they, for a while, I remember we all thought that um, Pinocchio might be his dad, and that was. A I huge never thought out.
4: that because she would have recognized. I him. Yeah, I yeah she well yeah Emma would have recognized him if it would have been so because she knows Maybe. who he is. Maybe, but well, um, I mean,
3: we're talking about magic, so. It's well, Michael, I, it, Ray- Michael Raymond James is the dude's
2: name. Thank you. Um, the one thing that someone mentioned, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's a good idea too." Is that he is actually Peter Pan, and that would, and uh, that Michael James is Peter Pan, and that um, that is why Neverland. And I, you know, it's Neverland. Neverland was spared from the destruction that happened. That's why we're going to have Hook. Oh my God! Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 the fact that, by the way, Hook has been. Added as a regular.
3: Woo! Uh-uh.
2: Okay,
3: yeah. so that's gonna totally break their streak of killing every hot guy that isn't Josh Lucas.
2: But he's got eyeliner on.
3: Know that, on. <laughs> that Robert, Robert Carlyle's amazing, but he's you know. But as far as like young hot guys, literally they kill everybody that. Isn't and he's Josh.
2: Irish too, by the way. That that guy was in the right with Anthony Hopkins, and he's Irish. So we get but to it hear better.
3: Him. It <laughs> better be a good season because it's keeping um, Josh Lucas from returning as drill.
2: I know, trust me. It better be damn good. So yeah, I
1: thought. Hang on, sorry, total interjection. But I thought the reason that what's his face wasn't going to be Fandral is because they actually wanted um, Chuck from Chuck.
3: No, he no, no, he lost the role the first time around.
1: Well, I thought because Chuck was doing something else, so they went to Prince Charming as a fallback.
2: No, they no, 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 they they picked him, and then they were going to keep him, but he's filming Once Upon a Time, so.
4: It was filming conf- conflict, and like they're both I, Disney productions. So.
1: Weird. I heard the total opposite. I heard nope. that, that Chuck was the first choice. Weird. Okay. No, no sorry. Continue. No. Carry on. No, it's he's all good.
4: Perfect. He's such a perfect fan draw. I'm really disappointed that he's not. Com- like, I totally understand why, but I'm really sad because he's yeah. perfect.
2: He's, he's like a sad. little Errol Flynn. He was he just so cute. So Errol Flynn. He's got those eyes. So, um,. Uh, I wanted to bring up Last Resort and Mob Doctor, but we don't have the time because I really wanted to give a rundown on what is going to be coming up. How really, about thumbs that's... up or thumbs down? Um, Last Resort, thumbs up. My problem with it, there's no way they're going to keep that sort of storyline going for an entire series. It's, it's just too big of a story. That's, and
1: too mu- that's too much keep going
2: it's it's too much and so then mob <laughs> doctor i enjoyed it no, but I too
4: much. <laughs> oh, I, I, Sorry,
2: <laughs> mob doctor i i really enjoyed it i love william forsyth i thought it was really enjoyable it's a neat concept based on a real um actual book uh written by a, and i liked it <laughs> i can see things go I can see it get better, but I don't think Mm -hmm. it's going to make it. I think people are just going to forget about it, and and they're not really pushing the show. So I think it's going to get forgotten. I think that's going to get cancelled. Well, and it
3: moves slow.
2: Yeah, it did. For as long as it is. Yeah, they were trying to make it more family something, and I I don't don't want that. I want Mafia, and I want Hospital Drama. It was two Rizzoli
3: and Isles or something. I don't know. Yeah,
2: yeah, which is still on, I think. (laughs) Um, That was a great show. We we love our Um, latent girl love so um upcoming tv series that have not started yet and that are going to be mid-seasons probably when one of these shows that we just talked about die uh of course hannibal brian fuller doing that looks great um as everything i've read about it it should be good i like who they've cast as as hannibal i'm okay with it um that should be coming up on nbc but we've not seen any sort of like trailer or anything for it Um, the one that I just discovered is a mid-season replacement that looks actually really interesting is Red Widow, um, Radha Mitchell and Luke Goss and the Russian Mafia.
4: (laughs) You know I I love me some Luke Goss. (laughs) Yeah. So, um. I love me some Russian Mafia. Yeah. And they all look like,
2: you know, um, they came out of Eastern Promises, so I'm all about this. Zero Hour, looks like Hellboy and the Omen had a baby with National Treasure. I don't know what to think about it. It Ew. (laughs) Like, you can go look up the trailer. You made
3: that. Um, you made that sound creepier than it actually is.
2: <laughs> go okay. Go. Go, <laughs> go. Go look up on YouTube the trailer for Zero Hour and and I want you to comment on my Facebook if I'm not right that it doesn't look like Hellboy and the Omen had a baby with Natural <laughs> Treasure. That's exactly what it looks like. So I I'm think the you'd, descriptor. You'd, yeah. I'm sure you're right, but no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah she, it's just really I, Jay,
1: Jay, had a Jay good- she says too. things like this, not realizing the mental images that she that she, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think she encourages. knows exactly
2: what she's doing. <laughs> put, I told, put put the antichrist back in the basket. Oh yeah, I went there. Um, so- <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay, we've got like I'm I'm giving us one more minute. I know we probably went over, but um, Sarah, what is your choice for the first one? Is probably going to get killed off this season.
4: Show wise, completely. Um, uh, shoot, I hope Revolution dies. Okay, Rachel.
3: I don't want it to, but I'm afraid for the neighbors. It either has to get really good really quick, or it's gone like two episodes from now.
1: Ren, I would like Revolution to die in a fire, but I'm afraid it's going to be Partners because it is so bad.
2: Mm. Uh, I am going to do. I, I, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to pick two because it's. I could lean either way, and I think it's going to be either six, six, six Park Avenue or Vegas. Because Revolution already got picked up for a full season.
4: Yeah. Oh, Darn it! Sorry guys.
2: Sorry guys. <laughs> but I'm um, so yeah. much cooler on that hour. <laughs> <laughs> I w- well, you know, if it had gotten killed off, Hannibal would have been on quicker. So see. But with that, that's that has been our fall TV uh, episode. I want to thank the girls for being on. Thank you, girls. As always, great debate. I, we didn't kill each other this time. either. It was nice. It, it,
3: got, <laughs> it almost got there. I don't know. I, now, I
2: had to dig, get in there. and, and uh, get. It. Oh, and by the way, we love Big Bird. Just so you know, Mr. Mitt yeah. Romney, we like Big, Big Bird. Bird rules. And we like PBS, PBS. And you better not you better not touch my F in PBS. Or right. I, there, or will will be,
1: there will be yeah. torches in the streets and mobs and unhappy people who can read. Yes. Trying
2: yes. to get rid of PBS? He's already, he said on the debate that he would First cut into PBS. First thing. First thing. So, yeah.
4: Um, Mitt yeah. Romney, you're an idiot.
2: Yes. We've established this. <laughs> okay, we gotta we stop. Can. Stop. Stop. So... <laughs> With that being said, thank you guys. And uh yeah, sorry if we went over, but it was a great episode and we had a time. So, on um, next till next week. Thank you guys, and we are out of here. See ya. Fangirl Radio out.
0: If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my name If you come around here, I'll make a more day I get one done in a second if you wait Sometimes I think sitting on trains Every step I get to, I'm clocking up